0: had a really busy week and it's not been a busy week of my uh, planning. It was a busy week forced upon me uh, and I got very cross about the whole thing. So, um, and actually as I was buffing around setting up this recording, uh, a hat went by that looked rather strange and I didn't get a chance to look at it properly but never mind. Welcome to episode 83 of Mr. Bert Pods. Well, I'll come on to the ridiculous busy week in a moment because it's actually quite a long, complicated story. Uh, It might pay you to listen to this if you've got uh, insomnia because it'll probably send you to sleep by the time I've got through it all. It's so complicated. Um, The big news is, there's lots of big news actually this week, the builders are back. Uh, I know some of you might get overexcited at that news, so just calm down. Uh, And a roof has very quickly appeared on the uh, extension, the wraparound extension. So I'm not quite sure what's going on there. But um, it was an eyesore. um, So it's good they're working on it, albeit the noise has started up again. uh, And that's given. I was actually talking to the um, neighbour downstairs this morning on on my way to my run. uh, And I did... I went to the end, I could heard the banging started, and um, obviously we all take a great interest in the builders around here, and um, I literally, I went to the, I went to the, uh, onto the pavement, she was in her doorway, I looked at the builders, and I could see two of them, and I literally t- t- did a Les Dawson, miming the word busy at her, as if it was some rude, unspeakable word, Um The Les Dawson I'm referring to is the late, great comedian who used to dress up as a sort of middle-aged woman uh, with Roy Barrowclough as another one. And they were, I can't remember what they were called, but they would uh, talk to each other. And if ever a rude word came up, they would never say it. They would just sort of silently mime it, uh, which always made me laugh. And I found myself doing exactly the same thing, Uh, unable to say the word busy. as though that amused my neighbor no end. Uh, But anyway, they are busy and they are banging away. And suddenly there's a roof on the wraparound uh, extension. So that's all very exciting Um, because we were getting, but we both said, me and the neighbor both said we were getting a bit bored uh, because we didn't have that to talk about. So that's good. So anyone who is following the builders on this podcast, uh, it's an exciting episode for you. Here we go. I'm well aware of who that person is. Um, so, yes. So, uh, what happened? So, this morning I had yoga. Uh, she did say something about uh, one of these things that I couldn't do was preparation for one of the poses she really didn't like and she wasn't going to do it. And I couldn't even do the preparation. So, there was no hope for me on the actual yoga pose. So, I was quite glad she didn't do that. But then she did say, uh, You are meant to do. Um, poses that you don't like and I thought well that's the story of my life with the whole of yoga I actually thought today for some reason I've been doing yoga for about I must be about 10 years or so now it's been such a long time um I'm still battling through with it I do like it because I think I've said this before I wake up I always feel miserable on a Monday morning it's like a it's almost like a chemical thing comes into my brain um I wake up and I can feel uh like misery through brain and body it's a bit difficult to describe and then uh I get up and I get into yoga and I'm fine because I just get into the moment because while I'm doing yoga all I'm thinking about is how much I can't do yoga and I forget everything else so by the time I've you know been in agony for an hour I feel a lot better ironically anyway she's not here next week so um I'm very squashed today because I've got the Christmas tree up and uh I'm very squashed in my corner in my rocking chair. In fact I can barely rock. Oops school's out. Um so uh, yeah, and the Christmas ooh, who's that? I was a bit sad actually because our neighbour's dogs died. Um so I must actually put a card through the door because they're gonna be probably feeling a bit lost. I haven't mentioned there's two dogs at work actually. Uh two gorgeous dogs. Uh one's um a mixture of all sorts, a rescue dog, and the other is um, a chihuahua, a medium-sized chihuahua. I always thought chihuahuas are those tiny little things that you stand on, but uh, this one's lovely and it's quite big. Um, They're both full of character uh, and everybody loves them in the theatre, and I am regularly found in the interval, under a table, uh, giving a dog massage which I actually find quite calming. I'm very good at dog massage. Um, if you massage their hind legs, they go completely dopey-eyed uh, and occasionally dribble, uh, which I find very amusing, but I actually find it very calming. Uh, it has been suggested that I set up a d- dog massage business. I'm not going to. Let's just make that clear. Um, so where was I? So Yogi yogi uh, yeah, she's very friendly with me now, of course, because of uh, last... Last disastrous last week when I got that one to one with her, uh, so she took to be a lot, which is a bit off putting really. And then, um, then I went for a run. I went on my woodland route. Uh, didn't get any ticks. Uh, people would be glad to know. Uh, I'm a bit annoyed actually, although it's fixed now. My last week when I was running, my headphones cut out. I was listening to my podcast. Fortunately, with Jane Garvey and which I always do. And uh just cut out. And I thought it was the USB connector uh, between the phone and the uh, headphones. Uh, so I bought another one of those. And it's, that didn't work either. And, oh, here they come. School's out. And um, uh, the neighbour does some child. She's got... The neighbour's got two boys of her own and she also child minds, and they're all boys. I don't think I've ever seen her child mind a girl, It's quite funny. Uh, they're lovely kids. And um, yeah, so I took it up to a phone shop this afternoon uh, before I did uh, started recording this and he was a bit puzzled as well and said, we'll try another USB connector. Uh, And he did, and it worked absolutely fine. And they're still working absolutely fine. So obviously I bought £9.99 dud uh, flipping thing, which is really annoying me. But anyway, it's fixed now. So that's all a happy thing. Um, Then last week, Tuesday, was an absolute fiasco. Um, I can't even remember the order of things. It was such a complicated day. Uh, but I seem to remember there was a whatsapp messages going on between me and my boss and there was a whatsapp message group for us all who work together in the theatre which is very useful Um, I'd had my booster in the morning, Tuesday morning and my arm was really painful I haven't had any uh, side effects from any of the boosts, Uh, this was my first one and so I was lucky to get that but it was really really painful Uh, so I was a bit grumpy with that and um, my boss, who's absolutely lovely, uh, said, um, well, first it was messages about, oh, was everybody double boosted, uh, which I didn't quite understand. And then there was another message saying, don't go in to the stage. I wasn't going in anywhere. I was off that day. Don't go into stage door, go front of house. That was all a bit strange. Then he said, can you send, because I told him I'd offer my booster. Then he said, can you send me proof of your the booster which i thought was a bit odd but i did i sent a photograph through and then and he kept apologizing poor man it must have been going up the wall at this point uh i that he needed me to go for a that they needed me to go for a pcr test i was absolutely spitting feathers at this point because this was all around i think it was just after lunch um I think he was juggling so many balls at this point, I realise in hindsight, uh, he'd forgot to mention it's because I'd been in contact with somebody uh, that had tested positive for COVID. Uh, I thought we were just being asked by the theatre company or the theatre, whoever it was, to all go and have PCR tests for no reason other than have a PCR test. And the only way I knew of doing that was to go to the local campus and spend £120. I was absolutely furious. So um, I was going around the flat shouting a lot. Anyway, in the end, I rang him, and it and he did explain that no, it was because some somebody had he forgot to tell me somebody had uh, I'd been in contact with had come up positive, so that was all fine. So I booked a uh, I couldn't get the same date one. I booked one for the next morning. Um, so glad we've got a car at the moment because the, our local PCR test centre. Which is in walking distance, closed down ages ago. I mean, why they shut it down is absolutely beyond me. The nearest other ones are just—I mean—they're just tortuous bus journeys um, in outer. I mean, we're quite out of London here. They're even further out. So fortunately, I was able to jump in the car and drive over there, which was really useful. So um, although we're not using the car much. we are using it for really useful things like that. So um, I was pleased about that. So I booked it for 10.30 Wednesday morning. Then um, then there was a call out that everybody had to go to Clapham Junction, a PCR test down there because get, they were doing same day ones. I got a and i paid for it i would got a masterclass with timberleck werton baker at in the afternoon uh, she's one of the country's leading playwrights so no, and i paid for it was no way i was going to cancel that so i just apologized and said look i'm sorry i've got my test book for tomorrow morning oh that's right there'd also been a rehearsal that's what all the texting was about initially there was a rehearsal then i got a message saying oh it's all right you can come in and, could you do a rehearsal on wednesday morning which is the first i'd heard about it you're triple jabbed uh, that's fine. So I was, I was completely confused at this point. Didn't know what was going on, and triple jab was irrelevant at this point because obviously a booster takes two weeks to kick in. Um, I said I couldn't do it because of, you know, I've got other things on. Uh, so my poor boss uh, was fine with that. Um, and then I got this message saying we were now requested all to go off to Clapham Junction for at one thirty. Uh, I said no. Apparently, it was complete chaos, and um, I just what I did was fine because I found out the next morning, um, I was negative, so it was all all good. So that was Wednesday morning, uh, or Thursday, oh, I lost tracker, to be honest. Oh, no, yeah, Wednesday because was... then so, so I couldn't go in for the show Wednesday night, obviously, because uh, I hadn't had my result, um, then I then I, put my, then I got a track and trace thing connected to the person that had got it, who I had been very in, in close contact, literal close contact with. Um, it also turned out someone else had got it as well, so it all got com- confusing. I put the details into track and trace, and then it basically said self-isolate for 10 days, which I thought was oh, ridiculous. I delved into that further, and it said, no, you don't have to self-isolate if you've been double-jabbed. So that was as clear as mud. So I was then saying to my boss, well, I think I'm not sure. I think I can come in because I've been double jabbed. Um, He said, um, I'll check that. And then um, the next thing, there's messages saying, oh, the whole show is being cancelled. It was obviously complete chaos. Nobody seemed to know what was going on. I have to say, is it a big surprise that somebody got uh, a positive COVID test result? because uh, there was no contingency put in for this. It was absolute chaos. Uh, it was ridiculous. Um, you know, you'd think there'd be a whole plan for this happening because it was. it's going to happen at some point and it's going to happen again. If it's another fiasco next time it happens, well, what can I say? Uh, just looking through the messages now. I mean, I was, as I say, just spitting feathers about the whole thing. It was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, a lot of these messages. A lot of these messages were going back and forwards at uh, nine, ten o'clock in the evening. Um, you know, you've been told one thing and then you've been told another. I mean, it's just like mm. so. Um, that went down really well. So anyway, the end of the story is that everything was fine and the show went ahead on Thursday. So um, my Timberlake work and mask class was uh, immensely interesting, and I was really glad I did that. So, yeah, she's absolutely fascinating to listen to and was really keen to hear people talk and sort of engage with them while it was a Zoom thing, which is really nice, actually, because, I mean, she is incredibly well-known and respected. And, um, yeah, it was was a really nice session. Um, Sad, actually, that – well, very sad that Anthony Shear died uh, because the last show I was on uh, was uh, his final – show his final play and in which he ironically played a dying man uh, which I found quite difficult at the time because it was very reminiscent of my father's the end of my father's life um yeah so that was all da-da-da-da. and then I had uh, I had to do a rehearsal on the Friday that was again that was this rehearsal bumped forward backwards or whichever way uh so that I did that um and then on what else happened saturday was saturday i think uh and then sunday yesterday i had arranged to meet my brother and sister-in-law for our christmas meetup for lunch because um, somebody kindly covered my work for me uh, and then that got cancelled at the last minute because my niece my niece's flatmate had tested positive so um and my sister-in-law works in the school sector so it was just all got too complicated uh, so instead we jumped in the car and had a very nice day at um, a house called Nyman's which I thought I'd been to before but I hadn't there's some connection with the royal family and I can't remember what it is it's uh, some connection with Anthony Armstrong Jones who is Princess Margaret's husband um, it's a, quite a sad place actually because the people who originally, the Messel family, originally moved in that. It's a medieval manor house. They did it up in the, and beautifully, at the turn of the century, turn last century. Um, and it burnt down in the winter and all the water pipes were frozen so the fire brigade couldn't put, put the fire out uh, and everything. Bar a few rooms was destroyed all their possessions and everything so um i must read up on the history of it because i haven't looked at it properly there are so there's just three or four rooms that survived and um she was a countess who uh, lived there I think at the end of her life, just in these few rooms, which are beautiful, I mean, really beautifully decorated. And they'd done them up for Christmas and they decorated Christmases in, Christmas trees in different ways to reflect different phases of the house's history, which was lovely. It was really, really nice. And they sort of set the rooms out. That the Christmas decorations were being put up, and uh, or there was sort of you know drinks and nibbles, and as if people were just sort of celebrating Christmas. It was beautiful, actually. Uh, it's more famous, I think, for its garden. But so, so what you get when you when you stand outside it is is a ruin, um, basically no roof, just walls of this sort of medieval house, and then of a, a just few uh, windows blacked in, which are which are the occupied ones, it's National Trust. So it's it's a very, it's a romantic but it's a very sad place. Um, but it was lovely, it cheered me up because it was Christmas, It they, they just decorated it so beautifully, with the trees and the Christmas lights and everything, it was really nice. Um, so that was a nice day. Uh, but it was sad I couldn't see my brother because I won't see him now obviously until the New Year. And I've barely seen him, barely seen him this year or last year but there we go, one of those things so anyone's interested in hearing me perform i'm doing a three-minute piece in darren's uh, theatre company's art for heart's sake evening um then i've got that's tuesday night so please book your ticket if you haven't already Uh, and i think that's it really um i'm feeling a bit more back to normal and uh I have to say the christmas lights around i think i've said this before but around covent garden uh, and in the west end not oxford street and regent street which is just bland corporate nastiness um christmas lights are absolutely beautiful especially around seven dials they're really lovely this year and that's one of the rare times that i actually walk despite the amount of people and there are a lot of people uh, it just feels quite uplifting and lovely and it's not often i say that actually you should get very cross at christmas uh, that could be a song, couldn't it? Cross at Christmas. So, um, television isn't very exciting. We're still watching Bebop Cowboy, uh, and I'm getting very confused with the plot. doesn't take much. Jane the Virgin, uh, and I think that's it. New Girl. I've got to find something new to watch, actually. I quite fancy starting a new Korean drama, because we finished Crushland on You so long ago. I think I might start watching another Korean drama, which would be nice um it's getting dark it's the road's been very quiet actually apart from the children coming back uh there is a beacon uh that i see quite a lot it's a yellow bobble hat i think it's got a bobble on it's very very yellow uh you know who you are um i just think it needs to be toned down frankly on that note uh, uh on that note uh love to everybody listening uh Special love to those of you who are having a hard time at the moment. Uh, You're in my thoughts. And uh, thank you all for listening.